15 calls. And respect the technique. Involving sound. DJ Professor Lee. I respect that. Warning. Get ready for a whole new dimension. Party entertainment. Moment in entertainment history. Where talent and technological advances combine to change the party experience forever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your mix master, DJ Professor Lee. Professor Lee. DJ Professor Lee is officially in the building. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, DJ Professor Lee, coming at you one time here on a Thursday night. That's right. If you hear the sound of my voice, you know exactly what time it is. It's 7 o'clock on a Thursday night. That's what time it is. And you're listening to the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. And you got no place else to go because... I got Mo. That's right. I got a ton Mo. And yeah, you heard a lot of lot of Mo stuff for the last two hours with DJ DNA. He brought a lot of energy to you and a lot of fun. So uh, definitely hope you check in every Thursday night, five o'clock, right on up until seven o'clock. That's what time my show starts. You get DJ DNA, then you get me. And then uh, if you, hey, if you tune in early, you get to hear DJ Touchdown all the way from across the pond in the UK. And he does a show from 3 o'clock right on up until 5. So <clears throat> lots of stuff going on. And then after me, tonight, we got DJ KBNP coming up at 9 o'clock. So lots going on on Thursdays. So how you been doing? I hope you've been doing okay. I hope you've been hanging loose and uh, the weather's treating you good. And, uh, you know, you're staying healthy. You're staying safe and all that good stuff. I'm doing good. And so I want to tell you a little bit more what's going on in my neck of the woods as far as the weather's concerned. So, yeah, we got some good weather. We'll talk about that. If you got any weather in your neck of the woods, go ahead and uh, let us know. Head on over to the chat page. If you haven't ever been to the chat page before, if you're listening on the website or something like that, head on over to the chat play page, either on the website or on the app. And, uh, and let me know that you're listening, even if you can only hang in for just a couple minutes. It's always nice to know that people know that they can find us and can come back and visit us anytime you want. I'll be here until 8.30 tonight, so if you get some time to pop in and out, just let me know. Or just pop in and just hear what I'm doing. I got a lot of crazy stuff going on for you tonight. Like I said, when we come back, we're going to talk about the weather, what's happening in my neck of the woods, what's happening from around the country, just briefly. Then we're also going to talk about what's shaking and baking in the news, anything that's going on that maybe will help you become smarter without working harder. That's right. (laughs) You know how we do it here on the TTT Radio Network. We got some um, trivia coming up around 7.30, so definitely come back. We're going to be focusing on Disney stuff tonight, so I know you guys would be able to get all of the answers right on that. And then, of course, our TTT moment tonight, we're going to be talking about Poison Ivy. That's right. When Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you're itching to hear about Poison Ivy. But wait till we get to that section and then tell me about your your Poison Ivy stories because <laughs> we want to share it with everybody. But don't don't post anything yet if you're ever on the chat page. Don't post it yet because I'm sure going to miss it if it gets buried. So, um, yeah, I see Bruce Rizzani is here in the house. So what's up, Bruce Rizzani? I think Anita is here. We got Deb Murray's here. Jazzy Cat is here. 
Welcome, everybody, to the TTT Radio Network DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. And I got a track that I'm going to start off with today. This is a crossover track. This is a variety show, so I play a little bit of everything. I play a little salsa. I play a little blues. I play a little swing. I play a little, play a little country. And uh, tonight, I'm going to play a little bit of... Well, I'm going to do the same thing. Last week, I had a great show. thought the music was good. Played a little, lot, lot of blues last week. So we're going to start off with a little salsa. And it's a crossover track, so I'm sure you've heard this song before. If you have not heard this song, you're going to really like this. Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And I'll tell you what. If you don't get up and move your head around, bob your feet... I don't know what to tell you. Something's wrong. Let's go. Right here. Let's go. Day after day, alone on a hill, the man with the foolish grin is keeping perfectly still. But nobody wants to know him. They can see that he's just a fool. And he never gives an answer. But the fool on the hill sees the sun going down. appears to make and he never seems to notice but the fool on the hill sees the sun going down and the eyes in his head see the world spinning round yeah we got Junebug here tonight what's up Junebug He's back again. That's two weeks in a row, son. Buscando una solución. El de la colina, ay mira que se 
bit of salsa, a little Latin in your life. It doesn't get any better than that, right? <laughs> right here on the TTT Radio Network. You know, the thing is, um, with, with a lot of this music, swing music, Latin music, dance music, you don't really, you really don't need to know how to dance. When I say how to dance, I'm talking about um, structured dance, you know, where you go to take classes. That's all good and whatnot. My wife and I do that and we enjoy that. But if you feel the rhythm, you feel the beat, you just get up and just move around or just sit in your chair and move around. You know, even if you couldn't, even if you can't walk, you can still move your head, you can move your shoulders, you can move your, your 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 hips. You know, just move around. I think it's good. I think it's good for the it's good for the fitness. It's good for the for your feet. It's good for your your soul. It's good for your head. It's good for your ears. It's good for your eyes. And we're gonna talk about all that good stuff, especially when it comes to poison ivy. Or well, not poison ivy, but at the end of the show, we got some crazy stuff. You just you're gonna want to hear this. You're gonna, I'm not going to believe some of the crazy facts that our producer, Gina Strobers, has found. So we'll share that with you. But right now, we're at the weather, and I just want to find out what's happening in your neck of the woods. If you want to give a report, you can certainly call in. Uh, well, not call in. Dial in on the chat page and let me know. Not on Facebook. Don't leave it on Facebook. I don't get to check that all that much during the show. So pretty much I'm over on the chat page. And you can do that. If you don't want to download the app, don't download the app. Just go to www.tttradionetwork.com and you can participate right on the website. You don't have to have the app on your phone. The app is better because you can still do everything on your phone. And the whole idea is we want you to be smart. That means we want you to have that phone with you um, in an emergency. So anyway, right here in Leland, North Carolina, that's where I am. It's 85 degrees today was our high and it was partly sunny most of the day it was a great day you know i mean we did a lot of running around did some some husband wifey things running around in errands and we bought a freezer today so that was really cool that was actually a lot of fun you would think bought a freezer that was fun yeah because we got to go to costco and look at all the stuff you know what I mean? <laughs> all the stuff i don't need all the stuff i don't want to buy well i take that back stuff i do want to buy but i don't need so i didn't buy but anyway so yeah um, yes, and I see that uh, Brewster Zadi said Central Connecticut, 71 degrees and cloudy. That's not bad. That's actually what I'm thinking. That's one of the things I miss about uh, Connecticut is that that nice weather this time of year going into the fall. Fall season in that neck of the woods was my favorite time of the year. Are the leaves starting to change up there in Connecticut? Oh, I so miss that. Or is it a little bit early yet? Maybe you got another week or so. Anyways, we've got a couple of uh, other reports coming in. Eric from Texas, uh, he says that it was 85 degrees and partly sunny in Texas. Well, that's not bad either. Uh, Blaine from Chicago says it's 83 and sunny in um, yeah Chicago. So not bad either. And then Lorelei of New Orleans, what you got here? Let me see if I can find this here. Lorelai said it's 84 degrees. They got up to 84 degrees in New, New, in New Orleans, but they got some thunderstorms down there. So, yeah, Bruce Rizzani said leaves are starting to change slowly. Yeah, I hope you don't get any storms to blow all those leaves off so you guys can see all that, that wonderful, those wonderful colors up there. 
And then Keith, I was messing with you, Keith. You're not you're not a newbie anymore. <laughs> Three weeks in a row, you qualify as a seasoned veteran on the TTT Radio Network. So uh, Keith says uh, in Orlando, that's where he is. It's 89 degrees, or that's what their their high was today. And uh, they also have thunderstorms. So, so listen, everybody. Thanks for the news, the, the weather reports. Don't go anywhere because we are going to talk about what's shaking and baking in the news. We're going to talk about locally, nationally, and globally. And since that's what we're going to be do, be doing, I thought it would be fitting to head into that section by listening to a little Route 66. Remember Route 66? Yeah, you have a Route 66 in Connecticut. Probably most states have a Route 66, or at least central part of the country. At any rate, this is a really jazzy, swingy, upbeat song. Route 66, here we go. If you ever plan to motor west, drive my way, that's that highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66. Yeah, that's right, Cat. Get your kicks on Route 66, right down the street from you. To LA. More than 2,000 miles all the way Get your kicks on Route 66 You go to St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri Oklahoma City looks mighty pretty See Amarillo, Gallup, New Mexico Flagstaff, Arizona, don't forget Winona Kingman, Barstow, San Bernardino If you get hip this tip travel my way on that California trip get your kicks on route 66 Arizona, don't forget Winona, King 
Pullman, Boston, San Bernardino If you get hip to this timely tip Travel my way on that California trip Get your kicks on Route yeah, 66 get your kicks on Route 66 get your I think there was even a show, right? Yeah, it was a show that you could watch uh, when I was growing up. It was called Route 66, right? Yeah, I remember me and a couple of my friends, we used to fantasize about that whole idea of being on Route 66. And uh, <laughs> when we graduated high school, that's what we were going to do. We were going to get a stingray and we were going to drive out Route 66 and get in fights and stuff like that. And Oh, man. The dreams of the little guys, right? Anyway, good thing it didn't happen that way. <laughs> oh, man. So at any rate, um, we are. it's time for the, for the news. Um, I got to head down to the, the news desk. Last week, there was an incident at the news desk, as there is most weeks. Um, it wasn't too bad, actually. There, it turns out nobody was there. So um, why don't you come on with me? We're going to head on down to the news desk and see what we find. Yeah. Head on down there. We've got some different shoes on today. So, all right. How we, let, no, wait, hold on. Before we get there, uh, do you hear something? I hear people. Hold on a second here. We just. I, I could swear I heard somebody in this room here. Let me just uh, put the key in the door here. Let me open this door. Oh, we'll, we'll close that. They must be, they must be having a, some kind of a, some kind of a party or something like that. Well, they should have put a sign on the door. But if they put a sign on the door, surprise party wouldn't be much of a surprise, would it? All right, okay. Here we go. This is the news. This is the news desk. The door is closed as always. The door should be open. But um, let's see what we got here. I thought I heard somebody in there too. There may be someone in there. Hello, uh, this is DJ Professor Lee. We're we're ready to do the news. Open up, open up. Come on, come on. Open up the door. Okay, they're starting. I can hear them fidgeting with it. Open up. Come on, we got news. People are waiting. All right, here we go. Oh, they're opening it up. Hey, what what are you guys doing in here? Oh, what are you what are you ladies doing in here? Hey, leave me alone. Don't touch that. What are you guys doing? No, no. Hey, no, no, no. Leave me alone. Hey, put that, put that back. That's t that tickles. That tickles. Don't. You get, listen, you guys step outside. Step outside. Step outside. Come on. Step outside the door here. Yeah, you two. Come on. Everybody, come on. Right outside. Yeah, just stand out. Stand, stand out there. Yeah, stand out there. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Oof, oh my God! Let me let me just lock that door. <laughs> okay. Oh my! Are you making this? What are you joking me? Yeah, there was a bunch of ladies in here. I don't know what they were doing in here, but ooh, that was scary. But we made it, everybody. Ah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to write a report on what happens in the, what happens in the TTT Radio Network newsroom stays in the TTT Radio Network newsroom. So. <laughs> If this is your first time tuning in to the show, uh, one of the things you should know is that we do 
we focus on three things when we talk about the news. We just do quick snippets of what's happening locally. That's in my region, my area. That's North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia. And then we talk about nationally, which is everywhere else in the United States of America. Uh, just a couple of things, maybe one thing today. And then we talk about globally, which is the rest of the world. So that's basically what we're going to be doing right now. Oh, man, I wish it didn't take so long to get started, though, right? <laughs> At any rate, let's look, let's look at locally. I think I only have one thing on the news desk that I was going to talk about today. This was interesting. Um, I don't know if you read this article in your local newspaper, but this happened in Atlanta. It says that Atlanta's zoo says that at least 13 western lowland gorillas have tested positive for COVID-19 including 60-year-old Ozzy, which is the oldest male gorilla in captivity. Yeah. Zoo Atlanta said Friday that employees noticed that the gorillas had been coughing, you know, and they had runny noses. They definitely showed some changes in their appetite. And then a lab, a veterinarian lab at the University of Georgia returned positive tests for the respiratory illness. So... Anyways, they're still waiting on some more tests to confirm that what the the original test said is true, but said it's treating the gorillas, um, you know, at risk of from the risk of getting the SARS uh, CoV two, and um, say they believe that an asymptomatic employee who career, who cares for the gorillas may have inadvertently passed the virus on to the gorillas. So. Yeah, that's how it spreads, actually. You know, people who aren't sick or who don't think they can get sick end up um, passing the disease on to people who are vulnerable. So there, look at that. Don't be no monkey. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, get your get your shots. And if you're not going to get the shot for whatever reason, um, at least, at least, um, you know, wear your mask and try to do your social distancing as best you can. So. All right, so that was locally. Let's head on over to nationally. Um, don't have a lot in the national folder, but um, I do have one thing that I think is really important, and I think this is this could easily be globally, but um, I'm saying it nationally because I can only really talk to Americans that are listening and anybody who happens to be tuned in from some of our other countries that can actually get our broadcast, but did you know that there is another kind of pandemic that's going on? It's called the scammer pandemic. That actually has been going on longer than the coronavirus pandemic. I'm serious, man. I mean, they are so insidious with how they trick people into giving them information. Every week, somebody is saying that they're, they thought their Facebook got hacked or my email got hacked. No, you didn't get, well, I guess you could say you got hacked in a way, but usually they don't get access to that information unless you participate in it some way. So be on the alert, folks. If it looks too good to be true, sounds too good to be true, it's probably not true. And the other thing is slow down. They do this thing called phishing, which is spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing where basically they just throw a bunch of stuff out there and somebody takes the bait, right? I'll give you an example. Not too long ago, a couple of months ago, we were doing, we were selling a piece of property out of state. 
up in the Connecticut area. And part of that process, we had to send some documents back and forth. And one document could not be done electronically. It needed to be done through FedEx. And so I sent it FedEx, and I'm waiting to hear confirmation that they got it. And sure enough, in my email box, I get a an email that says, um, trouble with your FedEx delivery. Please click this link to find out more information. You may be due a refund. I look at that and I go like, oh, wait a minute. First of all, uh, when this, this could be true. I just sent something FedEx, so maybe it's true. But it's a link in an email. Why would it? So, you know, I open up the email. And I, I click on who sent me the email. And sure enough, it was FedEx from uh, monkeygov.net, right? Monkeygov.net or something like that. So that was one of the ways that you can tell that it was a scam. It was just a phishing thing. They had no idea whether I had sent any FedEx or not. They were just sending that out to everybody and they figure, hey, somebody somewhere has probably sent something through FedEx and maybe we can trick them to thinking that, you know, we have some information about that. So that 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 actually happened. So, so you heard it here first, right here on the TTT Radio Network. Be on the alert. Be smart, folks. Now you see things on the news about this stuff. Read up on it. So because it's it must work because they keep doing it. All right. So and last thing we have is for globally. Globally, uh, I just want to give a round of applause to China, who we, um, you know, the U.S. and a lot of countries have a contentious relationship with with the government of China these days. But anyway, um, China pledges 3 million COVID vaccine shot to Vietnam, which is pretty awesome um, that they're doing that. So uh, that's the only way we're going to get out of this, folks, and, you know, by everybody helping out. And then I have one more thing that is that is national or global. You know, we just recently took, you know, took all of the troops out of Afghanistan, and a lot of things didn't go so well. Uh, things are still happening there. And um, so there's news coming out of Afghanistan about the people who are still there. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt. But I saw this article from the Associated Press that says um, women in Afghan can continue to study in universities, uh, including at the postgraduate levels. But, um, you know, there's a downside. Of course, classes will be uh, uh, gender segregated and um, Islamic dress is compulsory. So they didn't say if they have to wear the the hijab and all that stuff but um that's um that's actually good news for the people of afghanistan regardless of what you think about the politics that's going on over there but um you know we're all concerned about well what will happen to the people and there are always people involved in these things so um that was a little bit of good news from afghanistan so listen when we come back everybody we're going to be ready for our trivia so i've posted the trivia already it's on the chat page it's on our um website let's just see if anybody yeah so we've got some people who are actually already (laughs) some of people are already getting some of those trivia questions and answers so after this track when we come back we will be ready for our trivia right here on the ttt radio network but right now you gotta hear slick by eric garris let's go
I see Joan stop by the chat room. What's up, Joan? What's up, neighbor John? Are you back in town? Also, I see Mr. Hagus is here. you would like slick by <laughs> yeah slick by darius eric darius yeah that's one of my favorite songs to dance west go swing to yeah so welcome joan and she said yeah we have a route 66 in connecticut but it's not as exciting as exciting as the one in uh, california yeah you know i don't know if i was ever on the one in california but i do know it goes all the way to california doesn't it so Hey, I think Mandy is here. What's up, Mandy? We miss you. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you here. We are at the trivia time, everybody. So uh, hopefully you got uh, a chance to look up the questions there and see if you can find the answers. I see some, some came in. Of course, we're, we're focusing on um, Disney tonight. Yeah, that's right. That's all right, Mandy. That's all right. I know you were getting that phone charged up so you can be smart, right? <laughs> that's okay. Anyway, so yeah, so um, Gina put together a trivia list for us tonight on Disney. So I'm going to go ahead and read the first one. And I know that there are a few people who may be listening in for the very, very first time. So if you're listening for the very first time, the way this all works is um, I post a couple of questions, four of them to be exact. And you go out and you see if you can find the answers to these questions. It's not about winning a prize. It's not about being smarter than anyone else. It's just about seeing if you can make yourself smarter than you have to be. Because you have these smart devices. You have smartphones, you have smart tablets, you have computers, you have iPads, you have Kindles, you have smart TVs, you have smart neighbors, you have smart relatives, on and on and on. But the thing is, can you find the information quickly if you need it? And so we test you out on the TTT Radio Network by giving you a lot of information in general, and then we give you some practice during the trivia. So see if you can find the answers to some of these questions. If you don't have them already from the website or from the chat page, I'm going to read them to you, and I'll give you a few seconds to see if you can find them. So the trick, though, is don't try to type in the exact sentence that I give you. Type in keywords to see if you can find the answer to the question. All right. So here we go. All right. <laughs> Here's number one. 
Which Pixar movie holds the record for the best-selling DVD of all time? Which Pixar movie, Pixar spelled P-I-X-A-R, which Pixar movie holds the record for the best-selling DVD of all time? We'll give you a couple of seconds to see if you can find it. Get to looking. Get to looking. Get to searching. I see, oh, Mandy, uh, yeah, Mandy's... uh, Wow, Mandy's got, she's, I see Brewster Zani has got some coming in. Yeah, we know we have people who, um, yeah, Anita, yep, oh, look at this. Again, you don't, you know, you could win stuff. I mean, excuse me, you're not going to win, you're not going to win any money here on the TTT Radio Network. But there may be someone who is looking to, um, you know, I I don't know, uh, maybe, give you a helicopter ride or something like that you know maybe you could get a helicopter ride you know you've always wanted to jump out of a helicopter you know and you answer the question to which pixar movie holds the record for the best-selling dvd of all time you know maybe you could end up winning uh you know (laughs) a helicopter ride so all right so the answer is believe it or not it is finding nemo that's the yeah yeah that (laughs) <laughs> that Pixar movie holds the record for the best-selling DVD of all time. So, Finding Nemo. Yeah, so. Now you are smarter without having to work harder. Yeah, see. I got, you know, I got to get some merch. I got to get some merch. What do you think? Get some merch? Yeah, we got to get some merch. And we got to put some of those slogans on them. I got a ton of them, so. All right, let's go to number two. All right. Which Disney movie features the song A Whole New World? Okay. Which Disney movie features the song A Whole New World? That's the name of the song. Which Disney movie features the song A Whole New World? All right. We'll give you a chance to get on your train and get to looking. See if you can find that one right here on the TTT Radio Network. While you're looking, man, if my voice sounds raspy, it's because <clears throat> I got I got allergies, man. You get allergies? Some people have seasonal allergies. I sometimes tell people I have seasonal allergies, and uh, but I have seasonal allergies all four seasons. <laughs> what does it mean when you have seasonal allergies all four seasons? Oh, Deb Murray's got fast fingers. All right. Okay. So, which Disney movie features the song A Whole New World? And the answer is Aladdin. Aladdin. That's right. Yes, yes. I'm going to work on getting some merch. DNA has been after me to get some merch, so we got we to do it. So. But yeah, the movie is Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. You have some really good, really good guesses. Really good guesses. So, um, yeah. So a bunch of people here got the answer. Yeah. Um, so you folks, um, you won a chimpanzee. How's that? <laughs> there you go. Uh, right. <laughs> you want a free champ- chimpanzee and a year supply of um, diapers for a chimpanzee. So there you go. 
Let's go to number three. Uh, this is um, we're, we're all, this is all Disney now. Okay, translated into English, what does the phrase Hakuna Matata mean? Right? Remember, there was that phrase was said in a in a movie. So if you translate it, Ahuna Ka, ha, ha, Oh Gina, Kahuna. It's not Kahuna. It's Hakuna Akumatata. I think you, I don't think you say the H, right? Akumatata, Makumatata. I don't know how I see now that I actually see how it's written. I can't say it. Kumutata. How did I say it before I actually read it? Now it's spelled H A K U N A. Hakuna Matata. Anyway, if you translate that phrase into English, what does the phrase Hakuna Matata? What does it mean? All right, get to looking. We'll give you a chance. <laughs> and see if you can look up the phonetic spelling of it. <laughs> see if you can figure it out. Oh, man. Makuna I think I used to say Makuna Matata or something like that. I was making up words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Brewster Zani. Yeah, but how do you say it? <laughs> Anita said she, said she always wanted a chimpanzee. <laughs> Oh boy. Nothing but trouble those little things are, I think. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always thought I was no worries. It was no worries. Learn today, it's no troubles. Now you are smarter. That's right. Somebody said, sing it. I don't even know the song. Um, okay. See, I'm looking at the word. I'm looking at the words as they're written, and now I can't say how I used to say it. Oh, I'm so, I'm sad. But I'm smarter. You're right. I'm smarter because now I know how it's actually spelled, and I'll, I'll never look at this word ever again. Oh, Mandy says she has a, a phonetic spelling of it. Oh, there you. That's how I used to say it, Mandy. That honest to goodness, uh, you know, I, right? I, that's exactly how I used to say it. Are you kidding me? No, the way she wrote it phonetically is how I used to say it. It's pronounced Hakuna Matada. Oh, good grief. That's how I used to say it. Oh, now I'm looking at it. That is how you would say it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, if you actually look at it, <laughs> if you actually look at it, it's actually the way Mandy wrote it. It's H A K U N A. Ha Kuna Matata. What the heck was I saying before anyway? I don't I don't know what I was saying. I, I thought I was saying something different. Anyway. Anyways, it means no worries, and you're right, Bruce Rizani. It's 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 Swahili. It's Swahili, yeah. It's Swahili, so yeah, no worries. No worries. No worries. I'm now smarter. I'll never get that wrong ever again. So if I meet some five-year-old and they're saying it wrong, I'll say, I beg your pardon. It's Hakuna Matata. It's not Manumana Manakata. Right? I can correct a five-year-old now. So anyways, number four, which real American city serves as the setting for the princess and the frog? Okay, I'll, I have to tell you, I... <laughs> <laughs> I do not know any of these because I didn't watch all of these. I had, had had a daughter who grew up during this era, but for some reason I did everything I could to avoid watching these movies. So I knew some of them, like Hakuna Matata, I knew that. But um, which city, which real American city serves as the setting for The Princess and the Frog? Get to looking. We'll give you a chance to look that up. 
Anita says she's played the song. <laughs> she played the song seeing the movie in her head. Oh no, you didn't want to do that. I hope you didn't really do that. Now you're not going to be able to get it out of your head, Anita. Oh no. You know, when you go to Disney and you go through that, yes, this, I'm not even going to say it. You know, there's something about a small world. That was the worst thing. That was a nightmare for me. Oh my goodness. All right. Okay. So number four, which American city serves as the setting for the princess and the frog? And the answer is Nolens. That's right. Yeah, one of our listeners, Lorelai, she didn't uh, she didn't participate in this, but she must have known the answer for that. But yeah, the the American city New Orleans um, served as the setting for the princess and the frog. So nice. Yeah, not New Orleans. It's Nolens. Nolens. That's right, Bruce Rosani. So let's. I'm going to read number five. That's our bonus one. That's not published. I'll give you a little bit of time to look it up. And then I'm going to play some Ray Charles <laughs> while you're looking this up. Give you something to... Actually, if you're on your phone, um, see if you can listen to the music while you're looking up the, the the answer. Okay? So you can see if it really, really is true that you could be listening to the station and doing other things on your phone at the same time. All right? So try that out. Right? So see if you can do that. All right, so this is gonna be a two-part question. Um, what year, okay, don't, don't start looking yet. What year did Disneyland officially open, okay? And where? And what year did Disney World officially open and where? Okay, so those are two things. We're talking about Disneyland, where, when, when did it officially open and where did it, where, what city? And Disney World, when did it open and where? So you get to looking, and while you're looking, I'm going to play a little bit of Ray Charles for you. Now, I don't know if you like Ray Charles, but who doesn't like Ray Charles? If you don't like Ray Charles, son, that's on a market. come back we're going to do number five and we're also going to be talking about myths and facts about poison ivy oh i feel itchy
thousand times. Got a dollar and a quarter, and I'm just round the clown now. Don't let nobody play me cheap. I've got a fifty cents more than I am gonna keep. All right, the question is, where did Disneyland? What year did Disneyland open? What year did Disney World open? And what cities are they? Get yourself together, let the good time roll. Oh man, Ray Charles, right? Talk about timeless music. That is that is a song. That is just one of many Ray Charles songs that that I like and that I play sometimes. But anyway, <clears throat> we are on number five, and then we're going to do our trivia. Uh, not our trivia, our uh, TTT moment. So number five, the question was, what year did Disneyland open, and what year did Disney World open? And what cities are they located in? So what year did Disneyland open? What year did Disney World open? And what cities are they located in? So let's see if some people got actually got it. So that was a tricky one um, for some people because if you've never been to either one of them, then you would have no idea. So, But the answer is that um, Disneyland opened in 1955. Yeah, yeah, it's been open for a long time. Uh, that was the first one, and it opened in Anaheim, California. Did you know that? That it actually opened in California? Yes, that's right. I think most people think that Disney World has always been forever since the beginning in Florida. But it it actually opened in uh, um, Orlando, Florida. So, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, you're right, Bruce is on the... It says, uh, Buena Vista, or Buena Vista, is the official town. It's near Orlando. I think most people think of Orlando when they think of Disney World, but you're right. Technically, it's it's uh, Lake, Lake Buena Vista. You guys are absolutely right. You're smarter and you're working less harder. So awesome, guys. Great job on the trivia stuff, everybody. But right now, we are at our TTT moment. So let's fade this out. And we are now going to talk a little bit about myths and facts about poison ivy. <laughs> we just, oh boy. You got any myths and facts about poison ivy? <laughs> Anything? I've got a ton of them here. I got about 10 of them I'm going to read to you if I can get through them all. Um, if, you, if you've ever had poison ivy, I had poison ivy once in my life. My wife, Ginger, she said she's had poison ivy a couple of times in her life, so... Um, yeah, I wonder who's smarter. Oh, is she here? She's not, she's not, she's not looking around. Is she, is she, is she here? Right there? Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So here are some facts about poison ivy. Poison ivy. First of all, this is a myth that um, a poison ivy rash is contagious. A lot of people think that poison ivy, you know, a person gets a rash. Oh, don't touch me. You got, you got, you got cooties. It's, it's called poison ivy. The actual fact is that people develop a rash when coming into contact with poison ivy because 
it's a reaction to urushol, which is found in poison ivy, poison oak, and sumac. The rash can't pass from person to person. <laughs> However, if there's any of that poison ivy oil on them, that can spread to other people. So, Here's another myth. Scratching poison, scratching poison ivy blisters will actually spread the rash. So just like we said in the beginning, <laughs> poison ivy rashes are not contend, con contagious. So <laughs> it's the oil, right? So if you have oil on your hands and then you scratch your nose, your shoulders, your forehead, then yeah, you can spread it. But the fluid that's in the blisters, it, it does not cause the rash to spread, right? So you can't spread it from touching someone if you scratch a poison ivy rash and then scratch something else, you're probably not going to get poison ivy somewhere else. Unless the oil is already on whatever else you're talking about. <laughs> so good stuff. It's good to know. Here's another myth. And actually, this one I'm a little disappointed at because um, you ever hear this phrase? I used to teach my kids this phrase. Leaves of three, let it be. Leaves of white, best takes, take flight. That's what we used to say. Leaves of three, let it be. Berries white, best take flight. That was a way of kind of recognizing when you saw poison ivy leaves. And um, so a lot of people believe this phrase can correctly identify poison ivy. It's kind of true. You know, when it comes to poison ivy, it comes usually it's leaves of clusters of three. However, that's not the case for poison oak and, and uh, poison sumac. <laughs> poison ivy does have three leaves per cluster. So... Poison oak, on the other hand, has like between three to five leaves, and poison sumac has like seven to 13 leaves on a branch. So, woo you guys getting all itchy and everything right now, man? I'm just like, oh, you know, it's like, I'm like, oof, mm. uh, I'm, I'm itching. So, I'm gonna go get some. What was that lotion you had to get if you got poison ivy? You remember that lotion you had to put everywhere? I don't know. Anyway. Here's another myth. It says only the leaves are poisonous. That's, that's, that's you know, one of the things. Only the leaves. You know, just don't touch the leaves. And I, and the fact shows that people, people can contract rashes during the summer when poison ivy leaves are present. And bountiful, of course. You know, you run through the woods and you run through a patch of poison ivy and there's leaves everywhere. You're going to get poison ivy. Maybe. On the other hand, there's also been cases when people have gotten poison ivy rashes in autumn, winter, <laughs> when there are no leaves. This is because every part of the plant contains that contains that oil. Yeah. Oh, calamine. Oh, yeah, calamine. Yeah. Yeah, calamine lotion. I remember that. Yeah, the pink stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to touch any part of the. If you tend to be allergic to that stuff, you don't want to touch it. You don't want anything to do with it. So, this is kind of related to number four. Myth number five dead plants, you know, we're talking about, you know, poison ivy, poison sumac, all that. Dead plants are no longer toxic, right? So, you know, you see, you know, you see a patch of what looks like vines and all the plants are dead, looks like they're dead and everything. You can go play in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not true. No. Even if the plant is dead, you should still avoid it. The Zyrshaw can still stay active on surfaces, including dead plants, for up 
to five years or longer. Are you kidding me? Nope, five years or longer. So that's that's something you should know. <laughs> yeah, Mandy said she remembers as a kid being covered in pink spots as a kid. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you, Mandy. <laughs> I remember you. You were the kid with the pink spots all over you. I remember you. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Neighbor John, Calamine Lotion. Yeah. I, I'm going to play that song, Poison Ivy. I think they talk about that lotion in that song, don't they? Yeah. Here's number six. We got four more to go here after this. So it says, I've never gotten a rash. So, ha, I must be immune to poison ivy. Oh, my goodness. That is the wrong thing to think. Get this. Some people do not develop an allergic reaction when they are exposed to poison ivy. That must be me because I never got poison ivy as a kid. And I was outside all the time. I was in the woods. I was doing all kinds of stuff like that. But um, that doesn't mean that because you've never gotten it, you that that means you have immunity. Because there have been cases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. There have been cases where people have gotten the poison ivy uh, outbreak um, years later, like into their 30s and something like that. And that's what actually happened to me. We actually had a, a hurricane that came through Connecticut one year and a tree fell down across the road. And uh, I knew it had poison ivy on it because the tree always had poison ivy. It was an old apple tree. And I actually got out there with some neighbors and we got out there with our, our chainsaws and we cut it down and I had gloves on. And I was very careful not to uh, touch the poison ivy, I thought. But the oil must have been on everything because I'd say a couple of weeks later, I was actually teaching a class and I felt a little itchy and I scratched my arm. And when I scratched my arm, it actually hurt. <laughs> and I looked at my hand and I saw that, oh my goodness, wow. So that was my only experience with poison ivy. So I don't know if you guys have ever had any other experience than that. but And it was not fun at all. Here's number seven. Oh, and I can't believe this one. This is, this is why you have to be smart, folks. This, if for no other reason... This is one of the reasons why you need to listen and tell your friends to listen to the TTT radio network. And if, and if you can't listen to it all day long and you can't listen every day of the week, which there are shows every day of the week now, nah, shameless plug, listen to the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show because you need to hear this. Some people think that chewing poison ivy leaves will boost your immunity to poison ivy. <laughs> Can you... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some rumor out there, some myth out there that, hey, you don't want to get poison ivy. Just chew on some leaves. Here, you got poison ivy? I'm, let me, I'm going to go get some leaves. I'm gonna get, yeah, just going to make, make it up into like a little soup for you and just, just drink this. That is the worst thing that you could do. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, don't do that. That's, uh, that's, mm. Yeah, you could end up causing yourself a lot of bad problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, try. Yeah, if you try it, let me see how it works out for you, right, Mandy? Yeah, let's see how. Yeah, report back to us. Uh, don't try that. Don't. I'm telling you, do not do it. Anyway, <laughs> here's a here's number nine. It says uh, you have to actually touch the plant to get a rash, uh, to get a poison ivy rash. Is that true or false? Well, turns out. Um, <laughs> The most common way of getting poison ivy is by actually touching it, 
right? Because the oil is on the plant. It's, that's what the plant you know, produces. So, but you don't actually have to directly touch the plant to come in contact with the oil. You can come in contact with items such as gardening tools, like chainsaws, <laughs> you know, gloves. You're sweating and that oil is spraying around. And, um, and you can get the rash. I think that's how I ended up getting so, but here's the good news. If you, if you think, you know, you or any of your belongings came into contact with that oil, the your soil, be sure to wash them off with soap and water as soon as possible. And that might actually, I don't know if it would stop you from getting the rash, but it will probably lessen the chances that you might spread it to other areas. You know, hopefully it can stay localized. So I only had it on my arms. I had it all over my arms. That's what, that's when I got it. The backs of my, my hands and um, all over my arms. I didn't have it on my face or my neck or legs or anything like that because it was hot. We were cutting up the tree and it makes sense that that was probably the part of my body that actually came in contact with it. So, all right. So uh, the last one here, this is number 10. It says, uh, you can get a rash simply by being near the plant. Is that true? So, um, <laughs> like we said in number nine, um, you, can, you, can, you can develop a rash when you come in direct contact with the Uresol. So, just being near the plant will not cause an allergic reaction. Okay, so that's a myth. You know, some people will say, well, if I'm anywhere near poison ivy, I will get it. Well, it's, if that's the case, it's because it's in the air, right? You know, so the oil can become airborne, you know, from forest fires or bonfires or camping fires, lawnmowers, weed whackers. And a lot of people actually get it from their pets. You know, if you have like a dog or a cat or kids who actually run out and they get it on their clothes and stuff like that. That's another way that you can get it. So, so there you go, everybody. You are now smarter. <laughs> yeah, smarter than you need to be, smarter than you have to be because you listen to the TTT radio network worldwide. So I'm going to take you out of this segment here with a little bit of Poison Ivy by the Coasters. You probably saw, if you were looking at the app, you could see I have it sizzling in the background over here. So <laughs> yeah, Poison Ivy by the Coasters. So let's check this out. When we come back, we're going to talk about what happened on, what we're talking about birthdays. Who was born on this day? Let's go. She comes on like a rose, but everybody knows she'll get you in touch. You can look, but you better not touch. Skin. Poison ivy, poison ivy. Late at night while you're sleeping, poison ivy comes a creeping around. Uh, 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 uh
Pompey. And please give us the next year's up and quit. I come and go to Puya and hoop and cop and cooya. Brother, now the Lord will make you itch. You're gonna need an ocean. Ah, this is making you itchy. I'm Calamon Lotion. You'll be scratching like a hound. The minute you start to mess around. Poison Yeah, you can actually do a cha-cha to this song. Late at night while you're sleeping, brother, I've become the creeping around. Meals will make you bumpy, and mumps will make you lumpy, and chicken pox will make you jump and switch. I come and go and fool you, and hoop and cop and coo you. But brother, now the Lord will make you itch you. You're gonna need an ocean now. I've got a mind lotion So I don't expect you to ever come down with poison ivy ever again. And if you do come down with poison ivy, hopefully it's nowhere near as bad as it could be. <laughs> yeah, you remember that song, Deb? <laughs> yeah, that song goes way, way back. So some of you youngins listening to this song, you should definitely download this song and put it in your playlist. It's a, it's a fun little song. So. Anyways, we are at birthday time right now. So let's... Um, Round of applause for anybody who has a birthday and we don't know about it. Um, you know, it's not just birthdays. It could be uh, any kind of a celebration, an anniversary, or, you know, something something good that's happened that you want to let people know that you're um, wanting to celebrate. So let us know. But right now, I don't have any, any, any lists of people here other than the people I have here that I was planning to talk to you about. But Alexis Bledel. This is um, Alexis Bledel's birthday. She was born on September 16th, 1981. And uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, thank you, Kathleen. So it sounds great in the car. Awesome. Yeah, this, um, she was born in Houston, Texas. So she's probably best known for her role as Rory Gilmore in the fan favorite TV show, The Gilmore Girls. And um, she, began, she began that role at 21 years old. So she was a young lady. She took part. Uh, she would take part in, in the, um, again in 2020 for the Netflix revival of the show. And during the show's original run, Bledel also had parts in the movies Tuck Everlasting, The Sisterhood, and The Traveling Plants. More recently, she won an Emmy for her work on the series The Handmaid's Tale. So, Bledel has said that uh, before that's the. Before that, the season she got into, uh, the reason she got into acting is because her mother encouraged her to try community theater as a method of overcoming her shyness. And um, guess what? It definitely worked. So kudos to uh, Alexis. 
And kudos to her mom. Happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. The other person we have for a birthday celebration is um, Amy Poehler. Poehler, I'm not sure if I'm saying it. Poehler, Poehler, anyways. Boy, man, I I messed that up, didn't I? It's P-O-E-H-E-L-E-R, Poehler. Amy Poehler, Poehler, Poehler. Palala. Anyway, so you get the idea. Anyway, she was born on September 16th in 1971 up in uh, Newton, Massachusetts. So um, she got her funny break in 20, 2001 when she was cast on Saturday Night Live. And uh, she was a hit almost immediately on the show. And she she came to the first woman on Saturday Night Live to um, be promoted from featured player to a full cast member in her first season of the show. Wow. I mean, that's that's really... Three years later, she would partner with fellow comedian Tina Fey to do the weekend update show um, portion of the show, which she later co-anchored with uh, Seth Meyers. And she became well-known for her impression of um, Hillary Clinton, which uh, she was able to do during the 2008 election season. So She finally did leave the SNL... Um, um, you know, company there, and uh, to star in sitcoms, uh, Parks and Recreation as uh, Leslie Knope. And behind the scenes, she's also wrote, written sketches and dialogues for her characters. So she's gone into multiple films. She's done some voice acting, you know, as the embodiment of joy in Pixar's movie Inside Out. So, yeah, give uh, Amy Polar, oh, Pooler, Polar. Yeah, neighbor, neighbor John said P-O-L-O. P-O-L-A-R is Pular. Is it Pular or Polar? Pulur. Pulur. Uh, Pulur. It's Pulur. It's, it's Pulur. Okay. Oh, good grief. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, I like annoying Charlie Brown. So happy birthday to all of y'all. So. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Pular. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. So anyways, because of your birthdays, I got a little track, a little happy track. We're just going to play a little bit of it. This is for all you birthday people out there. This is a nice, smooth track. I hope next time you have a birthday or if today's your birthday, you're just sitting back and just relaxing. Get yourself a glass of your favorite beverage, tea, Iced tea, nice whatever it is. I don't know. I I don't know.
Yeah. That's a... Yeah. That's a, that's a TSOP. That's an oldie. Oldie but goodie for sure. Takes you way, 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 way back. But right now, um, I just want to talk a little bit about this day in history. So if you're listening for the first time, we talk a little bit about what happened on this actual day in history. So I'll tell you the actual day that this show is actually being broadcast live. But I won't tell you the year because then we would be time stamping our show. And we try to avoid that whenever possible. Although if you clicked on the link to listen to the show, you probably saw what year it was. So what can I tell you? But anyway, anyways, the date is September 16th. And on this day in history, in the year 1620, the Mayflower, Mayflower <clears throat> actually departs England. And uh, yeah, that's right. It was carrying the first European settlers in, you know, to um, America. That's right. The captain of the ship was none other than William Bradford. And he led a group of people who were discontent with the Church of England at the time. So the group had actually already fled to Holland in search of religious freedom, but found that things weren't so good there either. You know, there was a lot of economic stuff going on there that they were having to deal with. And so they were able to get some financial backers <laughs> called the London Adventurers. And they funded an expedition to the New World and provided several members to the trip in an attempt to make sure that the trip was going to be a success. So... Here's an interesting thing about it. I don't know if you remember this in your history, but the group actually meant to land in Virginia. Did you know that? Do you remember that? That that's that was their goal, but they got off course during the journey. I guess this was uh, this was before they had uh, GPSs back then. You know what I mean? They they didn't have GPSs back then. <laughs> so yeah, so they ended up in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts. You know so. And back then, if you were sailing a boat and you ended up making landfall, right, you didn't get back on the boat. Like, this is not where we're supposed to go. Uh, I demand a refund, you know, take me where I was supposed to go. No, you, you explore and you make do. So that's where they ended up. So that was on this day, September 16th in 1620. That all happened. Also, um, in 1940, on September 16th, the United States imposes the draft. Yeah. Yeah, the draft in 1940. So in 1940, the United States hadn't officially joined the fight, you know, during World War II, but it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that they were going to get involved somehow. It was just too much going on and, and they were being pulled by a lot of a lot of countries. So Anyway, uh, the, the, there was an act called the Burke-Wadsworth Act, and it got a lot of wide partisan support, and it actually passed on this day, 1940, which established what they called the Selective Service Draft. So, man, well, I'll tell you, when they want to get things done, they can get things done. They, they passed it, and then a month later, um, <laughs> they actually started drawing numbers out of a glass bowl. So. So yeah, that was that was way way back then. So I remember during the Vietnam War there was a draft, and the way they did it was, you there was a lottery system, and if you're if you came up with a number that was below a certain number, um, then you were you were selected in the lottery. So 
my number came up, it was higher. So I didn't, I didn't end up having to go overseas, but I considered joining the service, but I, but I didn't get drafted. So, all right. So that was what happened on this day in history. Actually, you know what? I found something else. I was looking through the newspaper. I wanted to give you one more little, little thing here. Um, for those of you who live in Connecticut, did you know that on this day in history, uh, in the year 1630, the Massachusetts village of Shawmut changed its name to Boston? Did you know that? Yeah, Boston wasn't always called Boston. It used to be called Shawmut, you know, like Shawmut Bank. <laughs> see, you are smarter than you have to be, see? <laughs> you are, but what am I? Yeah, you're smarter than you have to be, that's why. So here we go, folks. I got a track for you. Let's hear a little honky tonk by none other than Don Weiss right here on the TTT Radio Network. And then when we come back, oh man, I've got some holidays. Let's go. My head was spinning and I didn't feel well. What's up, DJ Bill? DJ Bill's in the house. some shag DJ Bill Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. We're getting near the end of the show. We got about 10 minutes more to go. And um, <laughs> just wanted to talk to you a little bit about holidays. Um, of course, you know, you can go out and you can look up and see if there are any holidays that we're missing here. I got one holiday I want to share with you. Today is National Play-Doh Day. Did you, did, did you know that? National? Did you know there was such a thing? <laughs> yeah, National Play-Doh Day. I think there's probably a, a holiday for just about every day out of the year here in the United States. So if you find any additional holidays out there, let me know. See DJ Ray stop by. Yeah. Oh, look at that, right, DJ <laughs> Brewster Zani. You, I got it. You know, Brewster Zani, I got to give you a round of applause. Yes, she found like a whole bunch of them. Give you a big kiss. That was from Brewster, also. Anyways, yeah, Brewster Zani used to. <clears throat> she's like Brewster Zani is Brewster is the name of our of our Shih Tzu, and. Uh, he loves him some. <laughs> he loves her. She when we talk to her on the phone, he's his ears perk up and he's like listening in. Uh, is that her? Is that she coming in? Is she gonna give me a treat? Is she gonna give me a treat? <laughs> so anyway, but she found some additional holidays. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, the holiday I found, and then we'll tell you what some of the other holidays are. If you're not on the chat page and you can't read what Brewster uh, Zani actually put up. So today, one holiday I did found, find was, uh, or Gina found, I should say, it's National Play-Doh Day. So remember last week we celebrated um, our favorite childhood toy with the National Teddy Bear Day? Well, not to be outdone. <laughs> We're going to continue with toys again today. So it's hard to think you know, of Play-Doh as anything other than a toy, you know, in this day and age. But uh, I don't know if you remember, we might have mentioned this as a crazy fact one time, that Play-Doh was originally invented as a wallpaper remover. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately for its founder, uh, Joe McVicker, this was around the time wallpaper began to not be such a popular thing. And, uh, you know, he there wasn't, wasn't too much demand for it. So anyway. To avoid the business not going out of business completely, he decided to, you know, give the give it a, give it away. You know what I mean? Like if your business you can't sell it, see if you can give it away. So he started giving it to preschoolers and daycares to test as a potential toy. Right? I mean, how does that work exactly? Anyway, you know, you say, hey, um, I got this stuff I've been using to like stick up wallpaper, and uh, maybe. Maybe kids would like to play with it. Aha! Idea was formed. How he convinced the schools to uh, actually let the kids play with it, I have no idea. But the teachers all said, yeah, these kids need something. We got to give what, them something. Are you joking me? No, no. He went into the schools and you know, the kids were playing with it. Um, he also managed to get the product into the mainstream by having it featured on popular kids sh on a popular kids show. Do you remember Captain Kangaroo? Remember that show? Really? Yes, yes. That's where he was able to get it featured. Kids loved it so much and had talked about it so much. He decided to, you know, pitch it to Captain Kangaroo's uh, production team, and um, it became a hit. So, I mean, the guy was making money all over the place. I'm coming from the north, from the south. You don't even know. I'm just, like, exploding in the air. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, the guy, that's, that's, that, now, that guy was really smart, right? Wouldn't you call that being smart? 
We got to give that guy a round of applause because he was really smart, you know. I'm smart and I want to That's right. So, hey, what's up, DJ Ray? I see DJ Ray, my favorite, my favorite Latin DJ. He's in the house here tonight. What's up, DJ Ray? His show is on Sundays at 3 o'clock, so definitely check him out. Salsa. Also, I should mention that DJ Jazzy Cat has two shows. If you'd like to listen to her show, Saturday mornings, tune in. You can hear her show starting at 9 o'clock. She goes for two hours. Same thing on Sunday. It's a repeat. She, does, she has an awesome show. She has guests and all that kind of stuff. So definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, also, so uh, Brewster Zandi found some additional holidays. Uh, so let me just go ahead and read a couple here. So National Guacamole Day. Wow. <laughs> That's today. Collect Rocks Day. Get Ready Day. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for what? I, I don't know. I'm getting ready. We're getting ready for something. Um, this is also International Day for the per- Preservation of the Ozone Layer. Yeah. It's a, it's a national stay away from Seattle day. <laughs> and also national choose your chocolate day. Wow. Yeah. My wife definitely has a head up on, heads up on that one. Cause she bought some chocolate covered berries today and she said, taste these. I, I don't think you'll like them. I did taste them and I loved them. And I, I've got to find out where she actually, where she actually hit them. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. No, I know she hit them if she hasn't already eaten them. So anyways, here, let's let this song play out. And when we come back, after playing a little bit of this merengue song, we're going to talk about some crazy facts. That'll be our last module for the night. And I've got some really amazing, crazy facts. You're not going to want to miss these folks. So hang with me right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm DJ Professor Lee. Let's go. Don't go anywhere. We got crazy facts coming up. Our last module for the night. Yeah, a little suavemente. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, I usually will play that at some of my Latin parties and people just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I love it too. So anyways, yeah, we uh, it was great being with you guys here, but I got one more. I got one more. Don't go anywhere. And by the way, coming up in about a half hour, we've got DJ KBMP. So hang around, folks. Our show finishes at 7.30 on Thursdays. And so a half hour later, we get DJ KBMP. I sometimes forget to mention his show. It's a great show. He plays great music. So come back, check him out. Tell him I said to say hi. Anyways, here's our amazing crazy facts. Did you know that the continent of Australia has actually has a wider dimension than than the moon? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, no, 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 no. It actually has the continent of Australia has a wider diameter than the moon. I think I said dimension, wider diameter than the moon. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. That's a crazy, crazy fact. Also, did you know that in traditional folklore lore, if vampires see a large number of items scattered in their path, they will be compelled to count them, okay? A trait that explains the count from Sesame Street. Hold up. Wait a minute. I know. I, right. Yeah, I know it. I know what you're thinking. A, a vampire's coming after you, and if you can get them to count, um, you can uh, you can actually get them to <laughs> you can actually get them to count. Just throw a bunch of pennies down in front of them. The the, the count the the Dracula is tracing you. Just take out a pocket of coins, you know. So anyway. <laughs> Hey, I see we got DJ. We got neighbor John. He's actually on vacation right now. He's playing golf down in Myrtle Beach. And uh, he's hanging out with his buddies there. What's up, Billy, Harry, and Dave? I hope you guys had like a good time. Yeah. Say hi to my buddy John there. He's a good guy there. Yeah, yeah I, hope he, I hope he didn't bore you with all of his puns. That, that He's a, John is a punny guy. He's really, really a punny Funny guy, so make you laugh. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm. No, I didn't say funny. No, I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't say funny. He's a he's a punny guy. P U N N Y. So <laughs> anyway, hey, did you know that when the inventor of the frisbee, Walter Morrison, died, his family cremated him and turned his ashes into a frisbee. Are you serious? No, 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 no. See, the question that I have is, like, did he, was that in his will? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 did, like, did he, did he put it in his will? Like, when I die, turn me into a frisbee. You're joking, right? No, I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, people put crazy things in. Or was his family, like, really angry with him? And it says, you know what? He treated us so bad. When he dies, you know what we're going to do? We're going to turn him into a Frisbee. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. What, are you joking me? No, no, I don't think they did that. I have no idea. Maybe somebody could look that up. But anyway. <laughs> Here's the last one, folks. This is the craziest one. Did you know that lobster's bladders are located in their heads did you say, say that again sorry lobsters bladders you know like you have a, you got a bathroom you got to pee you know lobsters bladder are located in their heads and as a result they often urinate as a form of communication what yeah that's right that's right uh, so if they're trying to communicate with another lobster 
And, you know, they might, instead of saying, I, you know, uh, I'm happy to see you, they might just go to the bathroom. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. You know what I was thinking, though? What if, what if humans bladders were located in in different parts of of, of their body you know what I, you know what i mean like if, if a lobster's bladder is located in their head what if what if humans had bladders that were located um i don't know like like in our hands or something like that you know what i'm you know what i'm saying like okay you go to you go to shake hands with somebody everything works out fine right but then, oh my goodness, you go to slap somebody five and, uh, oh boy, okay, hold on, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, you slap my hand just a little bit too hard, right? <laughs> what, what, if I, what if our bladders were located in our ears, right? <laughs> right, right, uh, right. Normally you just hear fine, nothing, no problem. But uh, all of a sudden somebody like leans into the horn and really blasts it. and. And you go to the bathroom. Oh my goodness! What about if? What if? What if? What if our bladders were no located in our knees? What if they weren't located in our knees? Can you imagine what would happen with that? So I, you know, you hey, you get down to propose, and all of a sudden, hey. okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> that could happen. And then the last one, what would happen if your bladders were located in your nose? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you know, you got glands, you have glands in your nose and uh, the creator just decided to put the glands for the bathroom in your nose too. Um, so it would basically, somebody somebody says, uh, what's what's going on, man? Why, well, you know, I got to sneeze. Oh, oh, get get out. Get, he's going to sneeze. He's just, <laughs> run. <laughs> what are you, what are you, what, I was going to say, he's going to sneeze. He's like, run. Oh, he's going to sneeze. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Folks, listen, that was crazy. Gina, Gina is the program producer, and I don't know where she comes up with this crazy stuff, but that was the funny, well, that was funny. Listen, folks, I've overstayed my time already. I'm DJ Professor Lee. I'm here every Thursday night from 7 o'clock to 8.30 on the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. I don't have anybody after me, so sometimes I go a little bit late. So I went over a little bit late tonight, but I'm happy that you are here and I hope you come back and visit me. Download the app. Just go to your app store and just search for TTTRN. That's three T's. Stands for Talks, Tunes, and Topics. RN, which stands for Radio Network. And then you can listen to the show. You can chat with us. And if you do listen to us, just tune into the chat and say hello. You don't have to participate the entire night. But listen, folks. I'm so happy you were here, and I am out of here. I am done. Say goodnight, everybody. Night. Good night. Good night, girl. I'll see you tomorrow. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, ladies. Good night. Have a good night. No, that'll be all. Just be sure to lock the door behind you on your way out. Good night. That's it, everybody. Good night. I'm out.